All right, coming up next to the stage is Sparky. She is the ghost of Holy Ghost Overdrive over there on WGTI.DB, uh, Greater Than I Digital Broadcasting. We're going to talk theology. She's a great story, um, very entertaining lady. She says she's based, based Comanche lady. I tend to agree. <laughs> Let's get her on in here. Please work. Okay, it says you're connecting to audio. Click join internet audio. Yes. Hey, yes. You're, yes, you're there. Hello, Sparky in the house. Hi. <laughs> Yarg. Yarg. How you doing? Yes, that was great. Uh, sometimes second time is a charm. I'm actually, I, I get very entertained by like bloopers and like on air stuff. I, I found it to be very funny. So um, yeah, welcome on the show. I've lost my head. I don't know where my head is. Uh, when was the last time? Okay. I mean, like, okay. So you know, I definitely want to ask you questions about your story and things like that, but I definitely uh, really like your sense of humor and mm-hmm. I like your, I definitely like your self deprecating type thing. Um, uh, I think it's very charming. Uh, but um, when, was there a time in life that you would say that now I'm not saying you don't have it together, but you make jokes about how you, you're like, you don't have it together and you're like crazy or whatever. But is there a time in your life where you like had your, like had it together? <laughs> Was there any like time in your life when you were just like a, I don't know. I'm not insulting you at all. I'm just okay. saying like, no, when you, like no. a normal person, like <laughs> I get it. No, no, I get it. Totally. Look, look, man. I mean, I worked construction for, for years and years and years. I, uh, I, I was a bodybuilder for like, I don't know, 15 years. Not like, you know, all, like a all monster, but just good. Wow. I didn't <laughs> and, know that. Um, and yeah. And um, so, yeah, I would say I, I had it together. Wow. You know, I mean, I've, I've had it together more or less, uh-huh. you know, most of the time. But yeah. I just, you know, I, I was I was sideways too, mm. <laughs> you know, spirit, spiritually wise. Yeah. I was, I was way out there <laughs> yeah i mean i think that one of the main one of the main things i want to talk i mean you called into the show like a year mm-hmm. and a half ago to i think you gave your testimony or i mean i definitely read your testimony but you called in and we talked about it a little bit but i, I think that the fans would really be interested in like kind of hearing your story i find it to be fascinating um you you know we listened to your one of your episodes a second ago and you said you're like a luciferian for 30 years um, yeah. so, I mean, basically that's going to be the main topic of discussion later. We'll get into the lightning round. I have some other random stuff about like theology and scripture, but what we just like start from the beginning and like, or somewhat beginning. How did you become, like, were you raised a Christian? Hey, I was raised, I was raised in a Baptist church. Okay. Well, semi more or less. I mean, you know, we moved a lot, but, uh, I would have to say like a, a really good chunk of my life, not chunk, but a couple of years which is a chunk for me as a kid because we moved so much. <laughs> so um, I was in Awanas, uh, the Baptist church. I loved Awanas because I was in the Awana Olympics. So, you know, I got to do sports, you know, Awana sports, which was a whole thing. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, but yeah, they were like, they, they, I, I remember they called my parents in and, and they were like, you know, Hey, uh, we, we want to uh, make you a missionary. And I was like, okay. I mean, you gotta remember, I mean, I was good at memorizing things and memorizing scripture. I could, you know, I, I could rattle off scripture, chapter, verse, and whatever all day long. I, I was a walking, talking old 13 year old preacher, <laughs> whatever, you know. And uh, I remember, man, after they brought my parents in, um, I wasn't going there anymore. Like, just wasn't going there anymore. And I don't know what happened because we didn't move out of town at that point. So I don't know what happened. But then we moved 
And, you know, I, I got into, you know, I was smoking weed, I was drinking, I was, there was no sign, absolutely zero sign of regeneration in my heart <laughs> as a, as a, as a 13, 14 year old self, self-professing Christian non, you know, and um, yeah, I went to, I was, I, I got into a whole, a whole bunch of books. I don't know. I found this, uh, this bookstore, little hole in the wall place. And I got my hands. I mean, I was reading Crowley. I was reading uh, Alice Bailey. I was reading, um, man, the Rosicrucianism I got into. And then I found these uh, fun little books. <laughs> um, John D. and Edward Kelly. They, uh, they, they were written in the um, 15th century. Well, uh, 16th century, but like 1550 something 1560s anyway john d was like the advisor to queen elizabeth back then he was a necromancer he was a sorcerer he was like if you want to name it he, that was him well they came up with this thing called uh the enochian language you know it's supposed to be like the language of the angels well i like language <laughs> you know what 14 year old can resist that you know ooh, language of the angels cool <laughs> You know, pick it up, you know, and I brought it home, you know, in dictionary. I had all of it, you know, man, a lot <laughs> like, you know, it's Nokia magic. It, it consisted of a whole lot of seriously complicated um, designs that you could draw on the floor. It, you know, I mean, I learned about colors of the different directions, all these different um gods or whatever and of course me being <laughs> me being an egotistical little brat i'm like why should i call on the lesser demons and i could call on satan himself right wow. <laughs> you know whoa not, right? no you know because what what i don't know what <laughs> okay. I, like what? I, you know one one, one <laughs> thing that's that kind of jumps out at me is like on one hand like i wasn't like a, a Luciferian or like into like actual magic or anything, but in a weird way, like the, you, the story is very relatable. And I think a lot of people are, a lot of people have that kind of same arc in terms of like, they were raised Christian. They fell off because of like all like smoking weed or whatever. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you got in, get into reading and you get into like open-mindedness. And it's yeah. like, what, what is the, like the, the ultimate level of open-mindedness is Luciferianism. Because like, oh, you, oh, you man, know yeah. what I mean? Because you're just like, because, yeah. you know, like, because to follow God, Christ is like basically to submit. It's not to like, it's not to like be open to openness, man. But like, yeah, it's like there's the, boundaries. Yeah. yeah. There's boundaries with Christ, which praise God, man. There's boundaries. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, Lucifer, there's no boundaries. Mm. At, there's no morals. There's no, I mean, I always had kind of a base sense of morality. Like I didn't go like really weird. Like I, you know, I seen some weird stuff and I was like, no, I don't no, I don't, I don't like this at all, <laughs> you know? But I mean, I got to where I was writing things. I was writing like crazy stuff and I got to where I had built up a church. I had people that I would take out. Like there was this abandoned church out where I used to live and I would take people there, you know, and, and man, you know, we see some crazy stuff, <sighs> you know, dumb stuff. And, and look, man, demons are real. Demons mm. are real. Supernatural. There, there's, there's the supernatural. We got the, the natural, and the supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and anybody's gonna deny the supernatural, I, I would urge you to think twice. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, okay. So I have some kind of 
fundamental questions because like I've never like I guess if you stray from God on purpose, you are dabbling in like what you call like the demonic or the, the wicked or whatever. But like what were you like actually and let me know if I'm like asking stuff that's a little too like personal or but like were you like actually calling on the name of Lucifer? Like what it, what's his name? Like would you did you recognize because okay. like yeah like were you what was like the what, did you have rituals? Did you practice alone? I think I might have asked you some of this stuff a year and a half ago, but I, I forgot most of it. But, like, what is the actual, like, you know, like, I, in, in toothpaste, it says active ingredient. Like, what is the active ingredient in, like, being a, like, a magician or, like, L- Luciferian? Like, it, you know, like yeah. It's your energy. It's, it's your energy. It's your energy. Uh, it's your blood. Believe it or not, it, it does. It will boil down to blood eventually. What? You don't know that when you, you you don't know that when you start, but it'll boil down to blood. Look, I got scars. I got scars. You probably what? can't. I don't know if you can see. Can you see those? Like, uh, well, no. Yeah, see. I see one I of got, them. Yeah, yeah, on your got, left well, elbow. I got scars. Well, well, I got bit by what? scars. What? It, anyway, it boils yeah. down to your blood. Like in it the end, that's what it's blood. about. In the end, you're going to sacrifice something, and if you don't, if you're not willing to sacrifice oh. the blood of another, which I'm not, and I wasn't, or whatever, or I wasn't, or whatever. Okay, I. It, it comes down to your own blood. Okay, now now here's the thing, right? I was sitting on a fence one day out, out in the middle of nowhere. We lived out in the middle of nowhere. I was sitting out there in the middle of the night, and I was wondering some weird, stupid question or whatever in my brain, and I was like, I heard this voice, an audible voice, speak to me, and they answered my question. And I, and I, and I, for the life of me, I can't remember what the question was, but I was like, well, I was like, what the hell is this? And he said, Lucifer. It literally, I literally heard Lucifer. You know what I did, Stephen? I scoffed. I was like, come on, man. Shut <laughs> up. And I went to bed. I went in. I went back in. I went to bed. Dude, six months later, I was burning Bibles. I was doing rituals that, that, that I was pulling out of the air, just coming into my brain. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's, and all of this. You know, all of this was a buildup. I mean, you know, I could go over my life history as a child. I'm not going to, but, you know, a lot of things led to this point. And when that happened, I was I was convinced, like a lot of people are, that the God of the Bible is evil. Lucifer's the good guy. He was just coming here to help us out, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is what I was convinced of. And But you know what? I don't feel bad about it because... He convinced one third of the angels mm. that we're in the presence of God. Good point. That we're there in the presence of God. Wow. And he still convinced one third of those angels to follow him. So, no, so I profound. I don't. I don't. Wow. I don't. Dude, wow. So, so it, it, in the end, it's going to end in blood one way or another. But like how like. How were you told that, you know, like, you know, like I know in the end you find it out, like how, like you were like basically cutting yourself and like, Mm -hmm. what about the two months before that? Like what leads up to that point? And like, when do you like make the decision that that is what 
Like talk about things that are foreign to me. Like like I I've, yeah. I've covered every issue on this on this show, but like this I've like no idea what you're talking about. So like well, what is the, took, the lead, it took a lot longer than a few months for mm. me to start cutting myself. I mean right. it was years. Yeah, so was what years. was the lead the lead like so let's say at the beginning you're reading books. Like you meant, mentioned Crowley and and certain people you're you're reading. And then how mm. long from th- that would you say that that was kind of the beginning like if you had to make a beginning of the process it's reading and then the the low point was self-harm and like blood sacrifice am i yeah. right oh, about this yes. char- character okay how long was that process uh, let's see oh, okay well let me think about this a minute because from the time i started the rituals and all of that i would have to say probably it could have been eight or ten years before i started cutting myself okay and yeah, it's and very so, insidious and it's very slow oh my gosh <laughs> so what is the like yeah so what ha- what was what would you say is like the second big step well it, it, and you had he would ask me well where did i get these ideas or where did i pull this from and again i can't you know say satan is is one of these he can put thoughts in your head and when mm. you when you connect with him you know when you're sitting there doing rituals and and here I'm, and you're, but I'm, I was into it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, uh, he has power and he could do things, you know, and that's the thing that people don't really, really get, you know, and, and you get it in your head that it's about the blood. And in order, you know, you get it in your head after a while that I have to make some sort of a sacrifice. And to me, because of who I am or whatever, I was always like, well, if you're going to sacrifice something, you should sacrifice yourself. <laughs> you know, I was kind of a weird Satanist, I guess. <laughs> you know, I was always like, no, 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 man. You don't touch an animal. You don't touch a child. You don't touch another human being. Yeah. Okay? If you are going to make uh, uh, a ritualistic uh, energy, you know, because it's all about your energy, what you put your energy into. Uh, if you're going to do that, you sacrifice yourself. Right. So That's actually like in a weird way, like more noble than other Satanists. <laughs> like, because it like, it's like you like, I, I used to fight. I used to fight with some of them. Like, like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's wrong. That is wrong. That is wrong. That's wrong. Because, you know, I was, I was of the opinion that Satan was the good guy. And he wasn't the one that was demanding this weird stuff. And, you know, I was fighting. It was like, it was like Satan was trying to corrupt my morals while I was trying to bring my morals to Satanism. <laughs> mm. Wow. So it's weird. I don't know. Do you think that like anything with like, <laughs> do you, <laughs> do you think magicians are bad? I mean, I'm talking about dude, like, but like, Oh, <laughs> like, is that, is that type wow, of little, magic? Little, bad? little tricksters yeah. and little card tricks and whatever. No, I mean, no, but at the same time, it's deception. And so what are you doing? What are you doing with your time? Mm. Are you are you going to play around deceiving people just for the kicks? Or are you going to devote yourself to God? I mean, but but, you know, you're talking about people that are not saved because mm. I don't really fully believe that anybody that is saved is going to be out there doing magic. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't see it. What do you think is the difference between, or if there is a difference between a magician and like magic and sorcery? Uh, I think there's a very fine line, a very fine line. In fact, I used to love magic when I was a kid. My, 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 um, my grandmother and my uncle 
they used to, I mean, I found out later on that like every white man and I'm Comanche. So like I have Comanche. So Mm -hmm. all the white dudes, guess what? Every single one of them was a Mason, (laughs) which I found out. Like not long ago, I was like, like "Oh, you gotta be you gotta in your in me. your family, like all the white people in oh, your yeah. family, the white dudes, yeah. all, all the white men, yeah. yeah." Now my grandfather, my uncle, my you know, my stepdad, it was a mess. But uh, uh, um, well, my point is that, is that I loved magic. They used to play with me. I don't know if I don't know because you're a little bit younger than me, but back in the early seventies, back in the early seventies, like the. Silva mind control method and all these psychic books and all these self-help books and all this stuff just exploded on the scene. Yeah. Okay. And my, my grandmother who I used to get left with quite a bit, uh, um, she loved to play like, uh, psychic games or whatever, you know, Oh, let's, 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 let's see how psychic you are. So they lay out a deck of cards and my uncle would be like red or black. I'd be like red, black, red, black. And he'd lay them out. And man, when he did that, and I'm not lying, every single card was red and every single card was black. Mm. I, the whole, both columns. I, that that really like leads me back to the active ingredient. I mean, I, it might be like an ununderstandable question as far as I'm concerned, but like it's like it's almost this, like how does God work? And it's like, you, I don't know how to explain how like Jesus or, or the d- disciples healed people. But the point is that God did it. But like with this, like God, like Satan is weaker than God. So like, how does he, how does it happen? Like is they commit to that worldview and that mindset enough that he basically takes possession of you and you have like earthly powers. Like how does it actually work? Well, I mean, you can't have earthly powers through Satan. Uh, I mean, I used to be able to do little little stupid things like control the weather or whatever, just like, you know, no, 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 I don't want this storm to hit yet because I'm surfing, <laughs> you know. But I also understood the negative aspect because it would hold off, hold off, hold off. And what would happen is that a whole bunch of rain would dump on one spot and, and those people get flooded out. No, I'm serious, dude. He does have power. This is the thing, you guys. He ha- he's got power, and he will empower you. But it's a fake power. Yeah. It's a stupid. It's yeah. a stupid little. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a stupid little power that like it makes you feel strong. Mm. You know, you're like, oh, look at this. You know, I can do this. I can do that. Like, you ain't mm. doing nothing, man. You're not. You're not doing anything. But he will deceive you into thinking that it's all you. And oh, I'm so look at me. Wow. <laughs> you know? So it like plays into your ego. Ego. It's yeah. all about ego, wow. man. Ego and pride, man. That's it. Ego and yeah. pride. Yeah. And then and it's like you have to sacrifice those things to like follow Christ. Praise God for that. Yeah. Because man, you, you guys, you guys, you, Stephen, you, even all of you guys, man, you, you guys humble me every day. I'm humbled. Every day I get a message. I see something going on in the background. Um, especially in GTI, you know, I just, you know, I hear something or whatever. And I'm like, and I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm, I'm humble beyond belief. And it's beautiful. Mm. <laughs> it's beautiful. I, wow. I mean, yeah, it's like, that's when like, I know I'm really, I mean, I try, I, I, I pray every day and I try to read the Bible every day. I'm not as good about that, but like whenever I'm in like a really prayerful state, that's, it's like, 
your ego just is you're like totally in awe of god and you're like you just have you're like complete like that's like you know a peace that surpasses all understanding as the bible says like and yeah yeah, and so that that really makes sense because it's like that really makes sense that that the Lucifer stuff would play into your pride and ego. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like steroids almost like you can like, take, yeah. Yeah. Cause in the end it's bad for you. It's a but drug. Like, yeah. Wow. It's a drug and it's a drip and Satan, man, he'll drip it into your veins a little teeny drop at a time, man. So you don't even know what's going on. Wow. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I mean, it's almost like, um, and I've, you know, you know, relative, you know, uh, you know, experience with addictions and stuff. Like I used to drink all the time, smoke weed like six times a day. And it's like, you don't know what's happening until like four years later. And then you're like, man, I've smoked seven times a day for three years, (laughs) you know? And it's like, it's like taking over your life. I used to, I used to deal acid. Mm. I mean, I was like, I was, you know, I was doing acid three times a week. I was selling acid. I got into methamphetamines. I was, I was dealing meth. I was doing meth. You know, we're talking wow. needles, needles. Okay. I was like, wow. I was only like 19 years old when I was doing this. And, um, the, the, how I got away from that was the fact I looked around me one day and I was like, dude, this, this ain't cool at all, man. Wow. I couldn't go anywhere without running into somebody. It was like, Hey man, you, got meth. you know, I want to go do some. I it was, I couldn't go anywhere. And I was like, I literally, dude, I, I sold everything I could. I packed my stuff up and I moved a thousand miles away packed up yeah just to be like not associated yeah Yeah. there's some little town that i knew nobody and it was a small town and that's what saved my life i think probably i don't know so did you have um like someone asked earlier and i was wondering the same thing we're gonna get like into your testimony or whatever but did you have um usually like you know we talked about addiction a second ago like usually you got to either hit bottom or see that bottom coming up at you like did you have like a point like a turning point where you like, like for me, it would definitely be like when I start <laughs> cutting myself, like the whole blood thing. If I ever found myself doing that, I'd be like, yikes, you know, like what was the turning point? What did you have? Did it require like a low moment or anything like that? For like, okay. So like the turning point to quitting drugs or the, well, no, point to back to Christ. Christ. Yeah. Getting back, okay, getting like away from, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll tell you exactly what, okay. Well, I mean, it's exact. I'm not going to be exact. But, okay, I was studying, and look, I came along the same route that a lot of you guys did. I mean, you know, Jordan Peterson, mm-hmm. Jesse Lee Peterson, and, you know, Jordan Peterson, actually, I was listening to his, uh, I got into his uh, biblical Me too. Series, that was a huge, right? okay? huge thing And I was like, me. huh, you know, well, even though I know now, I know better, but, you know, yeah. at least I was getting something. I don't know what, but at the end, I was studying robotics, and I was studying AI, and that led me to CERN. <laughs> and well, I saw CERN and what they were doing, what they were saying. And I was like, okay. And I was watching videos by a friend of mine, Photo Helix, um, who's passed on now. And um, he was putting out some stuff. And I remember he put out this video and he was like, uh, man, I can't remember what it was, but, but it was about Mandela effect, the quantum effect. And he was like, it was about like when Jesus puts his foot down on, on Mount Zion, it's going to cause a ripple through time, like a pebble hitting the water. And it causes this ripple, right? And, and that's causing the Mandela effect and every other thing. 
And so what happens is that as the ripples get bigger, that's the closer Jesus is because he's outside of time. We are inside of time. He's outside of time. So now, now look, I don't, I, I don't know. I can't make heads or tails of that. All I know is that at that point, Holy Spirit, I felt my solar plexus like tweak. The Holy Spirit, like, man, just punched me right in the gut. And I swear to you, I, I, I curled up in a ball and I saw my own sin. I saw the sin. I saw the, I saw the evil for what it was. And I bawled and I begged God for repentance. And I begged, I begged God to show me the truth no matter what the cost. I didn't even care. I didn't care. I just wanted the truth once and for all. And, 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 and that's, that's, that's where Jesus just, I mean, he just, he, like, he gave me a new heart. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it like, boom, right there, <laughs> you know? Wow. Were you, um, been, so this is now. relatively recently, like what, like six years ago, like seven, uh, about four, about four years now. Okay. All right. Well, pretty recently. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Cause the yeah, biblical man. lectures I believe were like late 2016. I mean, mm-hmm. I talked to a ton of people that that was like the beginning of them coming yep. back to Christ. And your, your yeah. story about how you just described that is very, very close to mine. Like yeah. I remember like dabbling i was like i i I don't know i was like because i was raised christian and i fell off for a long time and got in in my early 20s got into the eastern thing like what i tried what i tried to do i've never really told this story on air whatever but like my whole life i've studied religions like i made it a point like i read the bible like in like fourth grade and then i did like a, a a study project in fifth grade where we i published a book on like an, it was an alphabet, an ABCs book on religion. Okay. I was very disruptive, disruptive in class. So basically I went in the library for most of the year to like, yeah, <laughs> to like do this independent study where we like, I like learned about all the religions with this Muslim girl in fifth grade. And I like learned about all these different religions. And I made it a point at some point after that to l- read all the big texts like I've read the Quran a couple times, um, you know, I've read as much as I can, can of like the, the the hallmark texts. And by the time I was like 22, I was getting into like wanting to like be a Buddhist kind of. I even though I didn't really know what that was or whatever. But um, my point is is like in like once I got after the Jordan Peterson lectures. I was like, I'm going to try Lent. Okay, I was like, I'm going to try to give up some for Lent. Okay, and I I. Um, I, I quit smoking weed for Lent. Okay. And I made it one day. (laughs) (laughs) I made it. I quit for like one day, one day, one day. And and then like the, like I smoked like like day two and I I got extremely high. And then like the next day, it was kind of like the same thing where I just like, like, I was just like, I remember hearing like in, in me, I don't know like how to describe it, like that Jesus Christ is real. And I just like fell to my knees and was weeping for like, it was crazy. And I was like, oh my gosh, like Christ is real. Yeah. Like, and I was like, it was mind blowing, but I was like, because it was was wrapped up in the weed thing because I was just like, I wasn't high at the time. It was just like, I can't do this. I was like, I can't stop. Like my, I can't stop getting messed up. And then like, I, I, I tried to do this thing for God and I made it one day. It was hilarious. And that's how I became a Christian again. Um, awesome. and, yeah, awesome. was, yeah. And so, so awesome. yeah. And so like, I definitely hear what you're saying about it, like being like here and you're just like complete 
submit like um it's your heart man yeah. it's like it's like all of a sudden bam your heart you got a new heart and you're like what <laughs> what just happened you know and it's like and this is this is something that i get into constantly with people it's like it's nothing that i did there's nothing that we yeah. do it, yeah. it's it's the you know lest lest any man should boast right <laughs> i mean seriously you know it, god does it mm. i wasn't looking for god <laughs> You know, I was looking for Jesus, but I found him and I, I, but, but then again, I could say that, okay, I wasn't looking for God, but I wanted the truth. Yeah. And when I found, when I found God, I stopped looking, didn't I? That's one, that's one thing that I've always, I've always been a truther. Like my whole life, I've just been like truth. Like, and I realized that like Jesus is the actual truth, like like more true than physics, more true than like, and (laughs) yeah, like it's the truth. Like he is the actual truth. Like he is creation himself. Like God is, that's why like I am that I am is like my favorite phrase in the Bible. It's just like, he is existence. And and it's just, it's, it's mind blowing. I mean. So, I mean, like, so that was pretty, you know, from, you know, it's, it's actually interesting because, um, you said earlier, you like memorize scripture easily and you, you know, on your show, Holy Ghost Overdrive, you you do have like a lot of insights into like doctrine and things like that. And you definitely seem like a person like it it surprises me that it's only, it was only four years ago. Like to me, you seem like more of like a 12 year, 10 year. Something like that. I study, like, yeah. I study constantly. I, mm-hmm. I study constantly. I've got several study Bibles. And and I mean, man, I'm just, I'm addicted. It's like scripture just opened up for me. And it's like, wow. <laughs> you cool. know. And look, look, I was abused. I've been abused by people because I didn't know scripture. You know, as a new Christian, mm. guess what? You're going to get abused. <laughs> if you don't know scripture, you're going to get abused, you know, because there are wolves out there all over the place, man. They're just looking to suck your, you know, suck, suck you in and chew you up, you know. Yeah. I'm serious, dude. Okay. So, like, I got baptized at, um, I got baptized at Church of Christ. Yeah. Okay. I, was now, ask you I, I didn't that. know. I didn't know, man. Look, I just, I just want to get baptized. I didn't care mm-hmm. where I went. I didn't even know they had a baptismal font in the church. Until like the day before I got baptized, I'd already been going there like, I don't know, four or five months, you know, and they kept doing this, you know, the invitation song and the, you're supposed to go up and see what they what they teach is that God can't hear you until you've been baptized. God can't hear your prayers at all until after you've been baptized. So you're not even saved until you get baptized. OK, now I already knew that was wrong. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, my, the the proof <laughs> in my heart, in my in everything, because because, uh, uh, you know, my 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 neighbors are our Church of Christ. They're all preachers and it's a whole family, everybody. OK. And um, he caught me out one day working by myself, you know, cutting grass or whatever. And he's like, hey, you want to come to church? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I was like, Church of Christ. They're all they they, you know, non-denominational. Cool. That sounds good. <laughs> You know, I didn't know. So here I am. <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah. And then I went through like the whole other, you know, hyper charismatic. I went down that road and I was like, whoa, holy man. You know, I got alarm bells going on. I had all over the place. I'm like this. Wow. <laughs> you know, and I finally got brought back to center. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. So do you, <laughs> but, do you think that. Did you say once that you think Church of Christ is a cult or they just you think they're wrong? 
Uh, I think they're pretty cultish. So, okay. So what, this is one thing I'm very interested in is like, so what is a cult and why are they like, what are the, like, what are the pillars of what a cult is to you? Okay. The the way, the way that I describe them as a cult is because in their minds, nobody, unless you get baptized into the church of Christ, you're going to hell period. That's it. End of story. If you miss a Sunday service, you're going to hell period. End of story. Um, if you do anything off, uh, you're going to hell. <laughs> in fact, in fact, there's, there's no, there's no assurance of salvation. It, it, it's a constant, uh, it's a constant work with them, even though they will tell you that, you know, well, no, you know, we're not works based or anything. Huh. Um, it, it's the way they, they insinuate things that, you know, well, how would God feel that you didn't show up? for services today <laughs> you know well i don't know i'm not going to presume to know how god feels <laughs> you know i think god knows exactly what i was doing and he knows my heart and you know no you better learn scripture <laughs> okay yeah. just just well that's interesting so i mean i do uh you know i do that show with let's be frank on the chosen that show the chosen yeah. and we, we talk yeah. after and that, that's one of the things that um that came up last night, basically like, like, what is a work? Because, you know, when people say like faith alone, you know, uh, faith, grace through faith or maybe it's faith. Through, I don't know. Um, anyway, but I'm like, isn't believing in God, like, isn't an act of faith an act? Like, isn't, isn't well, like you know your, what, your profession of faith, isn't that an act? Uh, your profession of faith is Our, definitely an act, but yeah. God gives you your faith. Mm. God God gives you your faith. You don't, wow. you don't, you're dead in your trespasses and sins. We all are. Okay. Do dead men do anything? No. no, but God will make us alive and he touches who he will. And it, and, and that's very biblical. I mean, he, he will harden hearts of whom he will, and yeah. he will, he will open the eyes of whom he will. And there's nothing that you or me or anybody else, uh, can, you know, can, can do, to, 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 to change that. But at the same time, we preach the gospel because we don't know when one of our words is going to touch somebody's heart because the word is power. The word is what God works through, you know? Mm. So that's why we keep preaching to everybody and we keep trying to, you know, I mean, look, nobody could have talked me into coming back to Christ. I had heard of people believe me. People have been preaching at me my whole life. <laughs> okay. My whole life. All right. Nothing anybody could have said could have done what God did. Yeah. Period. It's a really good And point. I mean, my experience lines up with scripture, and that's all I can say. Yeah. You know? Wow. What uh I mean, you go yeah. go read go read uh the first chapter of Ephesians. Just the first chapter. Just go ahead and read the first chapter of Ephesians, like three through whatever last verses, first chapter of Ephesians, just read it. It'll blow you away. It will blow you away. And, and I well, might, I suggest for you, Stephen, new King James version. Yeah. I got it right here. So that, it's right next to okay, me. Okay, cool. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I got like, I got like 20 easier. Bibles and that's, this is the one that I <laughs> like. I mean, it's, it's easy. I mean, like, the, yeah, you know, I, that's one of the things I joke about on uh, like green pastures, <laughs> just like the thines and the these and the, the, <laughs> yeah. the yees and the y'alls, you know? Oh yeah, well, One I day got a Matthew's yeah. Bible here that, that that I'm trying to just read because the print is weird, 
potato. And uh, uh, but I just thought it'd be fun to try to read that on air one day. Just decompression session. <laughs> yeah, know, just to play. Interesting. <laughs> so so when okay so. Well, I mean, you got a great story. I mean, like, and I would, you know, I'll, I'll love to have you on, like, pretty much any time, basically. And I was, uh, but, you know, so I do want, I do have more questions about, like, your, the dark path, but we're not going to ask them today. I want to talk about, like, stuff about within the last four years now, because, you know, you run, you know, one of the things that, you know, I do with guests is they, we promote your, your work and things like that. So you run wgti.db you know uh digital broadcasting exactly um so like you started that like what was you know when did you decide you wanted to get into radio and you know that as the thing that interests interests me is like there's all these different like mediums that you can do to preach the gospel to people you could do it on the street yeah. you could write a book you can do a radio show. You can you, like you don't have a YouTube channel, you know, like so, so why'd you pick like radio and audio um, and what was like kind of the path leading up to starting that? Well, OK, um, I found a, a friend of mine, Robbie Rob, on um, YouTube and he sucked me off of YouTube onto his discord server and he does a radio show or he, he has a radio station, TDC radio. And uh, and he was he was doing a lot and. I mean, he literally did, man. He stuck me right off of YouTube and was like, you're going to do a radio show. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't know anything at that time at all. Really. I didn't. And, um, and and so, yeah, he, he he set me up. He hooked me up. My main purpose was because music is a huge thing for me. And, and yeah, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to, I listen to a guy named Spencer Smith. Uh, he's a Baptist. And um, anyway, <laughs> but, you know, he's very against christian rock or christian uh like like i really don't know what it is that he uh i think he settles on hymns and that's about it to be honest but i like metal i loved metal but i hate black metal i don't like dark i don't like i hate it i just oh i can't stand it so my thing was to find music well cool getting on the radio i got introduced to this whole this whole new world of of Christian music. And of course me being kind of a metalhead, you know, although I got to admit, you know, I've, I've calmed down a lot, <laughs> you know, I love hymns. In fact, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even have gone into looking at the classical hymns cool. that, that I've gone to search for. Yeah, and, That's and my, that's what I love. I love them. You know, I've come to love them. But before, before I have a question about that, um, a story and then a question like one time, I was out to lunch with my dad. This like four years ago or something like that. Or maybe it was, it was more recent because I was a Christian at the time. And when I was young, I was very into like Magic the Gathering, okay? The card game, right? And, <laughs> yeah. And my, my dad was like, he was telling me a story about church when, we, when I was a kid, how a speaker came in and was like talking about how Magic the Gathering and other like games like that open the door to the wrong stuff, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, whatever, like he didn't, I don't think he said like Luciferianism, but like, he was just like, it's magic and magic. They talk about what magicians are in the Bible, you know? And this was, I was a little bit more like not hardcore at the time, but I was just a little more like angry at the, like my first year of, of Christianity, 2019, I was pretty angry. Um, I was going through <laughs> yeah. a lot. I was like, talk about decompressing. I was like purge, like, you know, <laughs> 
a lot more angry. Right. And now, yeah, now I'm way more just like laughing about stuff. But, but like, I remember my dad, when I was out to lunch with him, he was just like basically bad mouthing this guy. He was like doing the like, let, let's kids, let kids be kids. It's just a game. It's just a card game, blah, blah, blah. And I remember asking him, you ever think that this dude was like, right? Cause like, yeah. cause like, I think he is. I think that that, like, if it's like, like some of the images on that and some of the symbols, they yeah. are like a cult, right? And yes. so, so I guess to play devil's advocate is like, do you think there's anything, the person you're describing, do you think that there's like an argument towards like that, like, because it's metal, because it's like aggressive or it uses like the tritone, which is like the devil's interval that, you know, people know about that. Um, do you think there's any weight to the other side of the argument of it? Like, it should just be like hymns and like, whatever, yes. you know, like, yeah. What, what do you, how do you see that argument? Yeah, I do, actually. I really do. Um, I listen to some metal that, that, that even though it's Christian, you really can't, you can't really tell, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, listening to it unless you know the words and you got to look up the words or whatever. And I just, I can't do it anymore. I mean, I mean, uh, there's some metal that you can understand the words, you can understand the lyrics. It's good. It's hot up. It's, but there's a, there's a, there's a different, it's a different feeling to it. I don't know if I can describe that, but, but I will say this. Okay. If there would have been good Christian metal when I was a kid, cause I, I did look for it. I remember looking mm. for it, but I was like, you know, this is like 1980, I don't know what, two or something, <laughs> you know, we didn't have internet, <laughs> you know? So it was like, Oh, you just yeah, go to the store school. and you try to find yeah. something, you know? Well, I couldn't find nothing, <laughs> you know? And everything I found was just like, lame oh <laughs> you know because pretty hardcore <laughs> you know so i was like lame 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 so i i, I just you know i i praise god now because there are some good christian metal bands out there they're solid in their theology too mm. because i really look for that now i look for the lyrics it's got to be pretty solid as far as theology is concerned like i mean you'll hear some lyrics from some of these modern worship People that like Bethel and yeah, uh, very, very pro- some of those lyrics are like very problematic. It's like yeah, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, oh no. Yeah, well, a lot of it, like to me, the the most the weird stuff is like uh, the stuff that sounds like like Jesus as a lover. You know oh, what I mean? That like, creeps me out, dude. dude like, okay, yeah, that, just yeah, it's like a love oh, song. You yeah, you know what though? I'll tell you where that comes from. That comes from the Passion Translation Bible. And I use that term loosely. <laughs> okay. Ryan Simmons. Uh, he is real uh, big. The NAR movement, the new apostolic reformation movement. They are real into the whole Bethel Redding stuff. Um, yeah. Elevation church, Stephen Furtick, all those. I mean, I spent a little bit of time just, 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 uh, just, I don't know. Um, Trying to point out what's like, okay, this is absolutely not biblical. This is evil. <laughs> this is this is you guys are out here practicing uh uh white magic. Um, you know, the new age is just like crept into the church, it's totally taken over yeah. this section of Christianity where where if I was like outside of Christianity completely, I'd be looking at that and going, Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, they're just a bunch of Satanists uh, calling themselves Christians. I get it. Right. You know, that, and I would not have been convinced. I would not have been convinced. I would have been like, oh, there's Satanists calling themselves Christians. That's that's what they do. Yeah. It's I because mean, what they do is satanic. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, late in late 2020, I read um, a book by an Orthodox priest named Father Seraphim Rose, and it's just called it's just called uh, Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future. I might have talked about this on stream where he goes a chapter each chapter is dedicated to like one of these movements and he like like so like i think like chapter three is about new age and chapter four is about hinduism and i remember Mm -hmm. you said something in the chat or something where i was like like hinduism has like pervaded new age and like it's everywhere like it's everywhere yeah it came into the it came into the united states like hardcore in like the 60s and you know and yeah i mean it permeated everything the culture everything yoga how many how many many christian yoga people you know people that are christians practicing yoga thinking it's all just stretching no you're making yourself an antenna for demons but whatever wow yeah i mean like no i mean that's (laughs) true like yeah really it's really i mean it's kind of unfortunate but like or like i'm not unfortunate but it's just it's just a tough truth because like like, for instance, I mean, I have had, like, back and leg mobility issues my whole life. It's been, like, the – if I could one day, like, touch my toes and, like, put on a sock without pain, I would love it. So, it's, like, yoga ha- – and, and well, now I just call it stretching. But, like, it's really the, the – like, I think that, like, it's a not step-by-step, step, but, like, there's layers to it where, like, in this book, he's, like – you're he describes, like, a yoga class, and he's, like, all of a sudden – you've paid into their pot and you're burning stuff. And unbeknownst to you, you've sacrificed to a pagan deity. You've sacrificed and like prayed to a pagan deity. And and I was just like, Oh my gosh, dude. Like in, in DC, Hinduism is like run amok and they don't even know. Oh my gosh. Everyone's spiritual, not religious. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. And it's Christ consciousness. It's Christ consciousness. (laughs) You know, I look, I, I hated those people when I was a Satanist. I still, I don't, not the people, but the just, I always considered them, you know, kind of floofy. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, new age. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just always thought they were like floofy people. And I was, because I'm an extremist. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, I'm either hardcore one way or hardcore the other. I went yeah. hardcore Satanism. Now I'm hardcore Jesus Christ. I ain't nothing going to take me from that. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely can relate with that. I've always been an extremist forever. Yep. Yeah, yep. my whole well, life. You know what? Yeah, God's an extremist. Mm. God's extreme. God's extreme. I, I remember like like asking people or telling people, especially like non Christians, you know, how can you compare your human capacity to love with the love of God? Who are you? <laughs> you know, you, you know, to, to to compare your your lover or to or to think that God's love is the same as as what you think of as love, right? Like, yeah, that wow. yeah, that's one of the things I was going to say earlier. Where it's like, you know, me and Frank talked about this last night, and it's like the one of the most hilarious responses to me, and you kind of brought it up earlier, where people are like. God would never do blank. God would ha. never think blank. Ha. And you're like, yo, ha. are you like knowing the mind yeah. of God right now? <laughs> oh, oh, so you know God now? Oh, okay, so 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 tell me this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and now, <laughs> on, on one hand, we are given a little a little bit of insight into the mind of God. I mean, we have the scripture. We have and, the yeah, Holy Spirit, yeah. and we've right. got the scripture. And if you want to hear God talk to you, guess what? Read the scripture. If you want to hear him speak out loud, read it out loud. 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, that's one of the things that I, I really uh, enjoyed about doing Green Pastures is I remember – I think that people remember things a lot better when you, when you read it out loud. And yeah. now, I, like, I definitely – you know, we're almost done with Exodus. And, uh, yeah. I, and I, I've – out of all the books in the Bible, like, I've read the Bible all the way through, like, five times. But I've also started the New Testament like 20 times. So I've read Matthew. <laughs> like I've read Matthew like, like 20 times. <laughs> so many times. Yeah. And so I'm pretty familiar with, with that book. Um, and yeah, it's just the if you spend time like online, like and watch how people type there, there's like a set number of heresies or a set number of like common arguments that humans come up with against God and they just recycle themselves over and over and over. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, different words, same message, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean I mean this is this is this been going on forever, like you said. I mean yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, absolutely. Anything but God. People are like anything but scripture, anything but Jesus, or or you get these ones that Jesus is Lord, but God sucks. Because you got those two. Mm, <laughs> you know. Interesting. Like, you know, a lot a lot of those, you know, Christ consciousness and, and all of that. But you know, the God of the old testament, well, he's like a um the, oh, I could go into like different the um, demiurge, music. right? Yeah, the, 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 yep. the demiurge. Yep. I was gonna say, I was just thinking that I was this like, is oh, Gnosticism. do I really bring this yeah. up? Yes, yep. yes. I was like, do I really want to bring up that? Yeah, <laughs> no, know, that's but, fine. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. we got to go pretty soon. But like, okay, so what we're gonna do is, I'm gonna, I have a couple like lighter questions, and then we're gonna get into the lightning <laughs> round. People are all okay. filling up the chat with uh, with the lightning questions right now. But um, I still, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> I still don't know what you really do. Like, like, so I wanted to ask you, like, what your the day in your life is, and like, I, I've seen videos of you, like, on a rowboat. I've seen, oh. I know you, like, take care of the land you're on and stuff like that. So, like, what do you do with your day, and like, what is a day in the life of Sparky? What's a day in the life of Sparky? <laughs> well, I get up in the morning. I grab my coffee. I read a little bit of scripture. I jump on YouTube. I listen to sermons. I, I uh, hunt down. Things that that interest me that that I want to either debunk or that I want to uh, clarify on my show. Things that I see going around, like we were talking about Lord's Lordship Salvation earlier, the conspiracy theory that 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 the, the what you were playing earlier, like you know, this is the thing I see a lot of people do, and they get involved in conspiracy theories, and they just take them so far off away from Jesus and away from God. And it sucks their joy out of them. Like Mm. these people, man, I watch them and they, they're like, they just get, they're so deflated. I don't know how to explain it. They're so kind of dark. I I think (laughs) it's, I think it's idolatry. Like, I mean, I, you know, if, 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 you know, I am, I basically, if you were to read off the hundred biggest conspiracies, I would say I probably believe in like 75 of them. I'm like a huge conspiracy yeah. theorist, but yeah. I don't care that much. Like I really like, yeah. like, I, like I just think, I just think them and we can be friends and we can talk, but like, right. you know, as a person that runs a live chat, I'm just like, yo, people got are like, they worship like. Th- it's th- idolatry. Yeah. yeah it, it's it idolatry. Is. Yeah. And you got to ask yourself too, what are the motivations? What, what are your motivations for wanting to know everything? You know, and and how healthy is it for us? I mean, you know, we have the entire world at our fingertips right now. and We could inundate ourselves with all the conspiracies in the world. But here's the thing, man, you know, like, OK, where do they lead? Um, is, is any of this true? Well, a lot of it could be true. A lot of it might not be true. Some of it might not be true at all. 
And, but, but where does it lead in the end? You know, and how much time are you dedicating to this? And what is it doing to your heart? Mm. That's the question. What are you doing to yourself? When you inundate yourself with these things, what are you doing to your heart and your mind? And, and how far is that taking you away from preaching the gospel, ministering to the saints, which is all of us, one another? You know, we minister to each other. It's, this is a body. And I can't do without any of you guys. I can't. You know, and, and, and you're part of my body, you know. And so what are we doing when we go off and we inundate ourselves with so much negative going on in the world? And, and what's that doing to you? Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very profound. Yeah, I mean, okay, so you, you get up. You, what, what time do you wake up in the morning? I get up about 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay. So you grab your coffee. I grab my coffee. Yeah. I watch the sunrise. Yeah. Uh, I read some scripture get on YouTube, I prowl around, I listen to Lou in the morning, Monday okay. through Friday at 9 a.m. because, uh, you know, he's, he's awesome. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that's a great show, yeah. Yeah, and then sometimes I bounce into uh, Discord and just chit-chat or whatever with people. And then um, I get ready for my show, and I, like I said, I just compile stuff from all over the Internet to play, and, of course, I study, mm-hmm. too. Well, like, I mean, like Wednesday, I'm going to start the Book of Ephesians. And I'm just going to do an absolutely exegetical uh, study on Ephesians. And it's not, I mean, I'm not teaching anybody. I'm just, I've got my study Bibles out and I'm just reading. I'm reading through everything, you know, everything, you know, which is awesome. Yeah. But and, and I think, honestly, I know that I get more out of it than anybody that could be listening. But see, and that's, that's, that's a, that's a gift in itself, you know. But, uh, but yeah, so, and if I'm not doing that, I am working on the property. Yeah. I built my, I built a, a little yard <laughs> out here. I, I had to build a yard. So like what I did was I took apart a chain, chain link kennel and I made like a wall with the chain link. And then, uh, my neighbor had some 22 foot sheet, uh, 22 foot long, uh, sheet metal that they had used on a barn roof. So they had about four or five or six of them that I dug out of the mud and I drug them up here to the house. And so I lined my fence with that. I lined my whole entire house with that. I'm just constantly trying to improve where I live. Um, and if I'm not doing that, I'm at the lake. Cool. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and where hiking. the that's where the road. I I saw a couple of those oh, yeah. rowboat streams. Like, oh this yeah, is my cool. kayak, man. I love my yeah, kayak. That's kayak. what I do on my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is basically just me going out and filming myself kayaking and hiking and just showing people because a lot of people, man, they can't get out. They don't. And, and I did this originally because I had a lot of older friends, um, especially like in the UK and whatnot. And then they were, they were homebound. They couldn't get out. And so they really like, you know, being able to see something, you know, and it's different and it's not, you know, there's no news and there's no, <laughs> there's no whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just, uh, decompress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, and so like last last question before we get into the I'm sure you'll kind of riff on this for a while before we get to the lightning round is so you're you're half Comanche. Like, do you yeah. <laughs> um, do you have like, I don't know, are there like, did you know that from day one? Like, did, were, did you you know, were you to- told early on that you're half Comanche? Like, is that just oh, yeah. is that like a big part? Yeah. So who are the Comanche Indians? And like, you my, know, my yeah. mom, my mom's side of the family is Comanche. My dad's side is like, I don't even know. Um, 
he was so blonde. <laughs> um, <laughs> he had like blue eyes and blonde hair, and he was like French and German and whatever else. And but uh, my, my mom's side is is Comanche, and yeah, I was. I mean, I've known that my whole life. I, we we brought. They left the reservation like like uh, my grandparents left the reservation. Oh, they didn't believe in the government. They didn't trust the government. My mom never took a dime from the government, <laughs> not for anything. Cool. Period. And um, yeah, we we were just you know. Which I thought was just so funny because, like, I hear people, you know, like uh, talking about Native Americans, oh, I'm oppressed. And I'm like, dude, and we kicked your butts for 400 years. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> you might have beat us. You might have beat us in the end, but we got something proud of, man. Who else kicked somebody's butt for 400 years before they finally settled down? Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, the, the, on, I could go on all day about like the what, people misunderstanding history and stuff like that. Like, how do you, how do you see, I mean, I personally see, like the okay, you know the oppression or whatever. Like I, I see it as a war, and like the Westerners won, and one day they we we will lose. Like every like people group or like yeah, I mean I if it doesn't, then we'd be like the luckiest people ever because you know we're we're messing up left and right. Um, oh, and think about this too. Okay, when 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 you know the white people gave Comanches reservations. Okay, they might not be great, but they didn't genocide all. Native yeah. Americans, right. obviously. It rarely what happens, other... to be honest. It, it, it That's rarely, what I'm saying. Yeah, in the modern day, like, <laughs> actual genocide doesn't really happen. Like, an actual, like, like for instance, in the Bible, and the, one of the reasons I know this is because they do bring it up in the Old Testament, where they're like, they will blot out the memory of these people. from, And, like, that's what genocide is. Where it's like yeah. the entire, like, people, man, women, and children would be slaughtered. And then the, the new people would be where they where their old land was like that is genocide the entire people group it rarely happens in the last like a thousand years really well i mean i i could say that um the comanches my my particular tribe mm. you know we we were like the last ones to fall and i think they wiped the most of us out mm. i think uh they're only like i mean a, a ridiculously small amount a couple of hundred of us wow. left, you know, by time at the they time got or like we were like, yeah, at the time. Yeah. Wow. We, we were like well, the last close. ones. To yeah. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's like, um, you know, uh, they beat us. Okay, cool. You know, but, but I mean, whatever, you know, yeah, it's and, a long time and, and ago. And, yeah. and I'm, yeah. and I'm, and I'm yeah. so happy because I live in America and yeah. I love this country yeah. and I love the fact that I live in the West and I have men at what air conditioning, what you think I'm going to complain about that? What? Cause yeah. I'm kind of what? Cause I'm an Indian. I'm going to run out there and live in my teepee because you know, white man air conditioning sucks. You know, no, like <laughs> right, it's, it's objectively right, more comfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's objectively more comfortable. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. White dudes. Thank you, Mr. Carrier. Yeah. Where, uh, um, air conditioning. <laughs> where, uh, um, where were the Comanches like located the most? Um, from what I understand is that we were up in Utah and then we moved all the way down because we got forced down from other tribes <laughs> all the way down into like the Oklahoma area. Like, yeah, I know. Right. Right. The Indians are always fighting. We're always fighting. each other. We used to steal white babies. That's why a lot of Comanche Indians that you see have green eyes because mm. we were stealing white kids left and right. We were stealing the whole. We stole their horses. We stole their women. We stole their babies. Comanches were awful. <laughs> I mean, they were awful. You know? Wow. Wow. That's, that's (laughs) fascinating stuff. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I mean, we're going to do the lightning round now. And so, I mean, I would love to get you back on. I mean, like I have like, 
like 15 other questions and topics that we could talk about. Like I, 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 what I do when I take, when I prepare for an interview, I just like write down like a word and we go off, you know, like, and so like, there's like 15 other things, but unfortunately I got to go pretty soon. Usually we, you know, I kind of feel bad about it, but, um, okay. So people give me, um, give me, uh, any more questions you want, but yeah, the lightning round is you want to, um, answer as fast as possible but like we can still like riff on it and stuff we can still use it as a talking point but um you know there so let's just go down the list okay what do you have a favorite hymn victory in jesus nice good i love that one too (laughs) yeah i love that one good i'm glad i play one of your favorite songs that's great Uh, cool um favorite modern worship song Ooh, that's a good one um i love simon kowalski uh holy is the lord Holy is the Lord. I'm, yeah, I've never heard that one. Simon uh, Kowalski. Oh, look him he's, up. He's, he's just awesome. a, he's a singer. Does he do like play with yeah. a band at all? Okay. Um, YouTube. Find him on YouTube. Yeah, Simon Kowalski. Simon Kowalski. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you do you have a favorite like uh band? Like not necessarily like a uh, solo artist, but like a favorite Christian band. Um, you know, I really, I really like Theocracy just for the solid, uh, metal type sound that they've got. But I mean, I'm all over the place. I mean, apologetics, they do they do like uh they take normal songs that everybody knows and they put Christian lyrics to them. Cool. And man, they do some awesome they do an awesome job with quite a few songs. Mm. So I like them too. Cool. So the the you know, the next question, I'm sure you've heard it before because I ask it to every guest, but um when you uh when you listen to an audiobook and you tell someone <laughs> you listen to it, like do you say you listened or you or you read it? I say I went over. You, yeah, you, well, you know, no, no, what you've said in the chat is you absorb. You absorb. I absorbed. <laughs> I went over it. I like, went I'm over. just like, I just yeah. put it on the ground and I stand over it. I went over, I went over, you know, I went over to Ephesians earlier today. You know, I yeah. could have been listening or I could have been reading. I just you know, sat on it. it. I just sat on a Bible and it like osmosis into me. Uh. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, yeah like, that would you know, be great. My stepmother is an alien, you know, I stick my yeah. arm in the Bible, just boom. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, this next one is from uh, from Quest Fanning, and I'm sure I kind of know your answer already because we like you know because it's this is not a Christian thing, but so it says. Uh, but uh, we could I, I'd like like your Native, Native American perspective on it. Um, being descend, so he says being descended from a specific Native American nation tribe and being a Christian. What do you think of the Pan Native quote spirituality movement? It's awful. Yeah, it's okay. awful. It's yeah. It's like because it's all it's because it, it's like anything pagan is not. No, Christian. this has been going on. This has been going on since. I mean, this has been going on since as long as I've been alive. But <laughs> you know, what I used to think was hilarious, and 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 it's sad now. But I used to think what was hilarious was Native American Christians, and now I'm like, okay, anybody that's not a Christian is hilarious in their own in their own. But yeah, the pin. You know, look, I just went to a powwow. We drove four hours to a powwow in the middle of winter. I came home during a snowstorm, which took like eight hours to get home. This is like a few, like five or six years ago. And I just, you know, I don't. Nah. Yeah. It's, Christ, Christ is it, man. That's it's, it. Yeah. Do you think that like, you know, is there a lot of um, like evangelizing going on, like it directed at Indians? You, you know that I that I'm curious about yeah. that that I was wondering myself. So I right. don't know what is a um, what is a nation to you? A nation is a group of people, yeah, uh, with uh, common interests, common goals, 
and a uh, common morality. Yeah. Do, so do you think, do you think each, uh, do you consider each uh, tribe to be a, a separate nation? They were. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And so yeah, once I got, you know, once I, I got like kind of woken up on what nations actually are, that's when I became like a nationalist because I was like, this is like a people group here. And group, it's not yeah. it's not just like a I think there is like and there's usually an element of, of blood in, in that people are getting married and they're having kids. And so like yeah. there's not like. Yeah. And so. But people can't like I don't know I don't want to pop off on my nationalism rant too much. But like people are like <laughs> the 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 nation is the pe- piece of paper that like that like unites no, the, it's people. the people. The people yeah. make up the nation, just like the body of Christ. The people we make mm. up the body of Christ. Yeah. You know, we could be in. You know, I I have seen people on YouTube from you know Kenya that I I love instantly because I the spirit the spirit confesses to the spirit you know what yep. i mean like yep yeah that's cool um all right so do you have a favorite verse in uh the, the old what's your favorite verse in the old testament favorite verse in the new testament you have a favorite Ooh, I, don't know. I don't even have a favorite book I, it changes like every day i mean like i, I officially say that it's like i think officially it's the saying. it's the gospel of john mm-hmm. for me but like then i think about every other one and i'm like these are all so good like you know so yeah no, no, i'm one? still sticking with philippians uh four eight and nine hmm yeah, and, so that's what's um, referenced in uh, your latest episode. That's it was. Yeah, in the, yeah. I mean, I can't quote it. Not I actually right got it. I, 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 I pulled it up <laughs> when we were. I'll read Old it. Testament wise, man. I mean, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't answer that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I can't answer that. So I mean, Philipp- I'm all over the place. Philippians <laughs> four, uh, four, eight, and nine is. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and God and the God of peace will be with you. That's pretty good. Amen. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, amen for sure. Um, <laughs> Life to the ma- Life to the Masks asks, do you love white people? <laughs> I love white people. Good, yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> Amos Gamer says, "Is that a game? Is that a gaming chair? Are you a gamer?" Yes, this is a gaming chair. No, I'm not a gamer. No, you're not a gamer. They're just more comfy, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 yeah. I mean, for 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 setting up and paying attention because well, I got my my recliner over there and yeah, I. There's a time for a gaming chair. There's a time for the recliner. Yeah, that's like that's why. I mean, I definitely my like broadcasting and streaming thing improved as far as I'm concerned. When I started just being just standing up, and I like yeah, that's yeah. what's I mean, up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I have so much energy. You, I mean, because if you think about it, you literally can't fall asleep standing up. Like, you know, <laughs> like once you sit down, and then it also <laughs> sitting down is so much more comfortable now. When I hit the couch, like I, I, I sit on the couch for like thirty minutes a day, and when I do, I'm just like, yeah, like <laughs> we're not supposed to be sitting around yeah. all the time, and that's not normal. Yep, it's just not normal to sit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, uh, what are your thoughts on the Book of Job? The Book of Job is awesome, and I don't think people stress it enough. And the fact that God is sovereign, but the most beautiful thing about Job is that he never, he never, uh, um. He never sinned against God. He never dissed God. He never turned his back on God. Um, 
but but uh, I think that I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if it wasn't about the whole relationship mm. with God. Like Job did everything right, but but did he have the relationship with God? Interesting. He did everything right, legalistic wise. Mm. He didn't do anything wrong at all. Wow. I was like, look at this. I've guy. never heard someone say yeah. this. This is very interesting. Yeah. Like, do you think that is a? You think that is a? Could be a sin, like not like not having a relationship with God, or is that just like something unfortunate? I think it's incredibly unfortunate. Yeah, it's definitely. Unfortunate. I don't love the sin. Okay? Yeah. I don't love the sin, but yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Did, okay. So last one on the Bible, and we get to a couple light ones at the end. Um. <laughs> might be might be wrong asks favorite book of the bible and why isn't it numbers um romans and because numbers is incredibly complicated and i just you know what big words are cool but names suck for me yeah. I, can't do, I can't do names uh, they they go in one ear straight out the other ear i don't remember them that's why everybody gets a nickname eventually with me that's <laughs> you nickname the people like the old testament people well yeah. you are the edgelord hymnist oh actually, I that see. wasn't even my nickname that was, that was, that was might be wrong yeah that was jeremy that was yeah. might be wrong so yeah. you know i mean everybody gets a nickname eventually with me <laughs> yeah edgelord hymnist <laughs> that is so funny is i great, actually i am a big fan of of when the nickname is like longer than the real name. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's one I'm like thinking about right now. Um, I don't know. I, it'll come to me, but like, I, there's one person that, or like something, it's just on the tip of my tongue, but it's like, it's like 20 syllables longer than the, their real name. But anyway, um, okay. Last couple from life to the max. Um, oh, slap weasel says hi in the chat, by the way. Slappy. Yeah. Um, do, do you have a garden? <clears throat> um, I do not this year. Uh, no, we don't. did have one last year, but not this year. Yeah. Do you, uh, what are some, pl- this is actually just something I'm wondering. Do you know any vegetables that, um, I don't know what the right word is, but they regrow every year without you having to replant them? There's a word for that, but. <coughs> um, perennials. And perennials. I don't know. Yeah, you don't I know. I don't know. That's I just I don't know do. much. So I don't yeah, have to try. I don't know yeah, enough just... about gardening. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And my garden's been killing it this year, and, like, it's God. Like, I just – it's it's God plus the fact that it's at a low point in the on the land, so there's water pools there. But I'm just, like – I'm more squashed than I know what to do with. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Do you forage? That's a good one. Do you forage at all? I can. I mean, anywhere around out here, I've got <laughs> books. I've got books coming out of my ears on how to forage, how to you know all the medicinal plants, all the edible plants, all the everything. But do I do it? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. And final one from life to the max. Uh. Did you end up making cookies today? I made brownies. You made brownies. Okay. I didn't have cookies. Okay. okay you guys, yeah. I don't have cookies. Are you? Do you? Are you? Brownies. If you had to take your pick, though, would you do brownies or cookies? Hmm. That would depend on my mood. Probably cookies, actually. Cookies, Probably yeah. Cookies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like cookies are more consistent, but then when yeah. you get a good brownie, it's just like, it's so good. Well, I made brownies because, you know, my neighbor, uh, I'm trying to bribe him to come over here and cut my tree down on one of my <laughs> fence. So, you know, cool. <laughs> trying to do things. <laughs> All right, great. That was awesome to talk to you. I'd love to have you on uh, another time. I mean, I, like, you like I would go longer for right now, but I just got to go play this open mic. But yeah, you're welcome on anytime. Um, this will be a podcast in a couple days, so tell the like everything of yours, like the Discord, the Live 365, 
and the the Podbean are all linked below in the show description. So if anyone listening wants to uh, join the Discord, it'll the link is good for seven days. But this also be a podcast, so tell people how to like find you and how to support support you and like what anything like closing you want the people to know. Um, okay, so if you wanted to join our Discord and and listen to the live shows, which would you stream through Discord? And they're they're it's a blast because you get the live chat and of course you have the fun gifts, which you know. YouTube is a drag for that, but anyway, um, you can send us an email at WGTIRAD at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Uh, the first name, because this is like a normal name thing. So first name, WGTI. The second name is RAD. And you can connect with us there. And you can always just, uh, you know, send us a message. We can get you an invite into the Discord link. Um, my YouTube channel is... Well, right now, I guess, what is it? Spruski lady? <laughs> I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's my YouTube channel. And sometimes I will go off on a rant and post it. <laughs> but, you know, for the most part, I, it's just hiking and and kayaking. And I got to get together another video for that. But right. let me see. And then, of course, there's, uh, uh, um, like you said, the, bot, the Podbean, the 365 Live, which I will have help getting that updated because it does play 24 hours a day and right now what's playing on there is like pretty old stuff and i feel really retarded when i listen to it oh my god no not me please yeah we should definitely throw this this interview up there like in the rotation because i think this would be a good thing that we should add this to the pod bean too yeah we can do it cool that's great totally Sweet. Awesome. Well, Sparky, everybody. I mean, I'll see, I see you in the live chat almost every day, but like, please check out, uh, please check out all the things just mentioned. I just, uh, added the Facebook to the show description as well. So if you guys want to give a follow, I know a lot of people have like jettisoned Facebook and stuff like that, but we're still there. Right. Yeah. I don't care, man. I'll write Facebook till the wheels fall off. Look, I don't even use my real name on Facebook. Nobody does. I mean, well, everybody does, which they're, (laughs) what happened to the internet, by the way? Like when I got on the internet, it was like, never use your real name. Never give people your real birthday. Never tell anybody any personal information. No, it's you just don't do it. Yeah. Now everybody's like, this is my full name. This is where I went to school. This is where I graduated. This is my social security number. This is my credit card number. I mean, might as well. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know? all in the open. Well, that was awesome talking to you. Um, you know, we got to, you know, see each other in person again. I know we met a couple years ago in person. Oh, but, well, you're right yeah. over here in Tennessee. So eventually, yeah. man, eventually I'm gonna, we'll I'm do it. on down there. Great. Awesome. <laughs> well, great chat. Um, much love. God bless you. Thanks for doing what you do. And we'll, I'll see you around. Okay. All right. Thank you All very right, much. Thank you. Okay. Love bye. you guys. Let's see you. Awesome. That was great. Yeah, that was a great. I mean, you know, I, I, that might have been the one where I left the most most topics on the table and things like that so great fantastic sparky lady a great show the best show all right i love you guys this will be an episode of uh, call me ignorant in a couple days thank you to my secretary of production uh, alex woofy i always appreciate it sir <laughs> gonna go play an open mic and get out of here Thanks for all the questions. Thanks for all the topics. If you guys know anyone that wants to appear on the program or if you want to do it yourself, you just hit a brother up. Yes, hit the thumbs up like might be wrong said. Yeah, thanks so much for Sparky for coming on. It's Call Me Ignorance, the name, the name of the of the podcast. Oh, yeah, we got to get Quest, Quest Fanning on. That's right. I forgot about that. You replied to that Twitter thread. So got to go, got to go, got to go. 
You guys take care. Special guest, Sparuski Lady, a.k.a. Sparky, a.k.a. Based Comanche Lady. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Take care. God bless.